Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of OPP with your host, Liam Law. Episode. We're winding down the summer here in White Rock, so I've been reflecting on some of the magical times of this year and years past. Been thinking a lot about the old Sandcastle competition and why it got cancelled back in the day for rowdyism. So we're going to touch on some Sandcastle escapades and who else would I'll throw in maybe the kitchen sink. So get your Wayfarers on and crack a cold one and uh, sit back and enjoy. So if you're in Ocean Park during the 80s, there was a lady that was uh, quite well known to the locals. You'd see her at the craziest times. We're talking... Six in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, midnight. You'd see Norma patrolling the streets of White Rock. Now, Norma was a nice old lady. She was very friendly. I think she resided at the Semiamu house just by the tennis courts there in Crescent Park. And she would be trucking through every street. You know, all hours in the dark, all you would see is the little cherry on the end of her cigarette to know to swerve. Otherwise, you'd launch her hobbit-sized body into the sun with uh, even your bicycle. She was a pretty, pretty tiny lady. So, coming back to White Rock, talking about old times, I uh, shared a story with a friend of mine. We were down in Birch Bay uh, having a beer midweek, patrolling around the beaches because there was nobody around, and it was just very convenient to be down there in Canadian when there was no other American folks around, raising an eyebrow, wondering why you had Canadian plates on your sports car. It was convenient for them to give you the hairy eyeball and make you feel semi not welcome, so it was best to venture when everybody was at work or school or doing whichever. So, a friend and I were down there bombing around the back roads of Birch Bay, and uh, we could not believe our eyes. Like, this was probably about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, maybe 3 o'clock, 25 degrees out. 
And I think the two of us thought that we were hallucinating on uh, a quad hit of acid or something because we, it, it was Norma. She was bombing around in the backwoods of Birch Bay on her on her little legs, uh, probably down there getting some cheap smokes. And so we went flying past her probably about 75 miles an hour. And uh, I hollered out, uh, Norma! Like as we normally did as we passed her by uh, to let her know that she, she has a fan club and she's appreciated. But uh, like, yeah, what the heck? So I, I was almost tempted to tell the driver to flip around and see if she needs a ride back to Canada or needs bail money from the Blaine Clink. She's, you know, got too rowdy at pastimes or something and, you know, kick the crap out of some of the local bikers. You never know, right? So, anyways, I shared this story with a friend of mine and he told me he actually did pick her up one night at about 3 o'clock in the morning. And this is by the time she'd grabbed uh, onto her walker stage of getting around. The thing had rollers and probably a mini V8 in the back of it. So he just about uh, clocked her whizzing by and decided to pull over and make sure she was okay and ended up stuffing her in his little VW bug and gave her a ride for a few miles down the road to the old uh, Semiamu house. And I guess they pontificated on life a little bit and, you know, I think he was grateful that she was okay to be dropped off and she was grateful that uh, she didn't get schmucked again because I think uh, she held the record for the neighborhood for getting clipped by cars at uh, weird hours. But anyway, it's funny how there's, you know, new characters here and, you know, you still kind of reflect on the old characters and just wanted to, you know, say hello to those out there that maybe have, you know, had a Norma experience and uh, remember her. R.I.P. Norma. So those old enough that can remember, we used to have a fun little sandcastle competition in the city of White Rock. Went on for quite a few years. Went on from 1979 till 1987 first year about eight years old so it's kind of a big deal the first round uh you know there was lots of people that came down from all parts of the lower mainland i can't uh, recall exactly what the numbers were but you could probably guess it was you know close to 50,000 people on the beach of white rock and for those times you know, the population of White Rock was uh, quite modest. And so, you know, to have suddenly tens of thousands more people was uh, quite an eye-opener. But uh, as the years went on, it uh, became more about the whole weekend setup. So it became kind of a drinking escapade, kind of a lower mainland Mardi Gras. And so everybody would rev it up pretty good. Uh, Saturday night especially, the Ocean Beach Hotel would be busting at the seams. You would have uh, 
all the local revelers with uh, anybody else that came in town, celebrities, you know, the local the local motorcycle gang, uh, anybody of you know some kind of notoriety in the Lower Mainland made some kind of appearance over the Sandcastle weekend including our Prime Minister at the time, Brian Mulroney, who quickly, uh, after landing uh, the government helicopter close to the beach and getting squirted repeatedly with squirt guns, decided to call it a day and get back into the whirly bird and get out of Dodge. But uh, everybody else seemed to enjoy it immensely with cheering and clapping as he buzzed off into the air. He wasn't super popular at the time. But uh, the rowdyism was the uh, was the problem at the time. Now, my dad had a place just up on the hill in between East Beach and West Beach. And Bill, you know, knew the lay of the land and he knew how to have a good time. So I was there and 16 years old in 1987 and dad had just finished washing his 76 fire chicken the red beast firebird that you could see hauling ass around town on several occasions which uh if you were lucky enough to see it uh and it's comet's tail behind it from going mock speed no wonder i inherited that uh, lead foot but Anyway, Bill had washed the fire chicken, and he was out there in his jorts and his uh, cool carrot orange uh, tank top, and uh, he was a local. He worked for the city and knew lots of people and grew up there, so, you know, lots of people were passing by and saying hello. I was out there uh, probably having a cold Pepsi-Cola, and... uh, taking it in and watching the old man in in motion as he stood out there with the garden hose and the nozzle. It was a pretty warm afternoon. I'm guessing it was probably around 27 degrees. And lots of people were coming by, by the truckload, hanging out the cars, ladies, bikini tops, all begging to have Bill blast them with the garden hose, which uh, I thought was pretty ingenious because it was a couple hours of entertainment for old Bill, Uh, you know, at the cost of a few gallons of water and some laughs. Uh, I was inside the house DJing the week before. I was at uh, DJ's record store with Dad, and uh, he picked up a copy of ACDC's Fly on the Wall, and uh, I was shocked thinking holy smokes old man are you are you getting that album for me and uh i was wrong he was getting it for himself so with a little bit of jealousy i was uh playing it at his place that afternoon and playing some other vinyl that he had and cranking up the stereo and having a really good time eventually some of his workmates came by they were you know They were blue-collar guys. They were, you know, out to have a good time. Some of them had sons that uh, had come along for the tour. So in front of Dad's driveway, there was a little party, and 
people starting to make way into the house, you know, and I was uh, pretty impressed for the little spot that dad had there. He managed to pack in probably about 50 people, uh, mostly people I'd never seen before in my life, um, all up from the ages of 18 to 40. Uh, the aviator sunglasses, the Ray-Bans, the jorts, you know, the heavy metal t-shirts. Uh, it was classic white rock. But the highlight for the, the trip after uh, some friends of mine had showed up and realized that Bill's place was kicking off, we probably wouldn't be welcomed there too much longer. I mean, it was starting to turn into a real adult party. And uh, this cop car pulls up and it is parked now in front of Dad's place. And these uh, cops, local, uh, Barney Fife and uh, Andy Griffith, you know, they were busy grabbing people's cases of beer that were walking down to the beach to have a good time. And uh, their squad car was half full of beer and, you know, they didn't really think this out too too swiftly. That if they got any uh, other local perps that uh, they're going to have to stuff them in the back with the beer. So we stood there and watched as uh, they pulled up to grab this one drunk idiot. And uh, I guess he told them to, you know, fuck off or something. And so they they put him into the back of the car with the cases of beer and uh, which were then quickly distracted by some of the ladies down there taking their tops off and going uh, ape shit. And uh, while this was going on, uh, Buddy's friend snuck up to the other side of the car and opened the door and let Drunky McDrunkster out. And then they grabbed about three cases of beer each and booked it while the cops were not uh, fully aware of what was going on, only to the roar of the crowd. Everybody was having a good laugh, you know, yelling, you know, big, you know, uh, and uh, various other, uh, you know, slanderous things at them but it was a good laugh we were uh, pretty impressed the 16 year olds that these uh, two meatheads had pulled off this caper but sandcastle was a blast really was you know uh it was uh, classic white rock it's really too bad that the old uh the old farts in, in town the crispy critters they were not huge fans of the noise can't really blame them but it was only you know, one night a year that uh, things really kicked off. So just wanted to touch on that. Uh, it's been a good summer. So hope uh, hopefully uh, one of these days White Rock uh, comes up with some other program. I mean, the concerts were pretty good. So we'll just have to leave it at that. One last uh, little quick story to mention. This is a little bonus. Me and a couple of buddies used to uh, have a good time back in the early 90s. We'd listen to metal music to unwind and watch some sports in the evening. Have some mutated maple leaves, have a couple of beers, get a little buzz on. You know how young men are. Uh, unwinding after work. We usually pretty sleep pretty hard. But... Uh, the munchies would kick in, and 
we'd all pile into the brown hauler and whip down to the Chevy, a.k.a. the 7-Eleven. And me and another buddy of mine used to uh, get quite a kick out of uh, one of the clerks there. Had quite a massive crush on our other friend who would uh, drive us down and she would uh, light up like a Christmas tree when she'd see that Chevy and hear that big block 350 rolling into the parking lot. You could just feel the electricity as we were heading into the store. So without fail, we'd walk in and we would see the giant hearts beaming out of the clerk's eyes as she was completely focused on our friend. <laughs> who is making his way to the back to make some nachos and pick up some other soda pops or whatever. And uh, she would make a point of telling him, I made some fresh chili sauce for you. She could barely get the words out. Whereas my buddy, other buddy and I would be just rolling in the aisles, taking it all in, wishing that uh, we too could have this kind of love affair going on but it was completely one-sided. So we'd egg her on a little bit. What did you say? What did you say? We didn't hear what you said. <sighs> I made the fresh jelly She'd just be losing her mind. And he was completely oblivious, but me and the other buddy, we uh, enjoyed it quite immensely. And I think to this day, we've probably revisited that uh, little scenario probably a thousand times. I think her name, her Christian given name was, was Chili Sauce, and uh, I've been inspired ever since to make the freshest chili sauce every time guests come over to make sure that they know that they feel the love. So I'm sure out there somewhere there's a little Corbett Chili Sauce insert surname at the end out there live in the dream. Well, I hope you guys have all enjoyed another summer out there. It's been a blast. I hope it carries on a little bit longer. I hope we see another Cadillac with a Deadhead sticker on the back. It's uh, always very uh, majestic at White Rock Beach. And like I said, I love the concerts this year. Brandon was fantastic. I look forward to maybe another uh, production next year, but... Hockey season's coming up, and it's time to get fat and get your uh, get your fat on. And before you know it, it'll be Christmas. So, everybody out there, have a good long Labor Day weekend, and I hope you take good care. Mm-hmm.